Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed, the podcast. I'm your host, Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Pedology. And um, it's been a busy, busy uh, time in the world of podcasting and iPhones and iPods and iPads. Today, Apple announced 3 million iPads sold in 80 days. So uh, what that means more than anything else, in my opinion, is iPad knockoffs are coming as fast as they can because Google and Toshiba and uh, HP and any other uh, TV computer, search engine, software man- maker like Microsoft are all flipping out. you got to believe that in the boardrooms of the world, they're all going expletive, deleted. What are we going to do about this? And of course, the biggest problem they have is the software to run something like an iPad or a smartphone is not easily developed. And uh, so they probably have programmers running around doing like crazy things, trying to figure out how to get the finger movement to actually work on a touch screen that's that big. I know that Toshiba and a number of other uh, companies have already announced iPad type machines that they're going to be coming out with. And so uh, watch for that. But uh, basically, the iPad is here to stay. It's a phenomenal success. And it's going to revolutionize the way we communicate, just like the iPhone did uh, not that many, too many years ago. The interesting thing, too, I just heard this story, and we'll just put it under the, uh, we'll call it a rumor, because I have not found any uh, way to substantiate this. I don't think it may even be possible to substantiate unless Steve Jobs himself comes out and says it. But evidently, when the iPhone was being uh, just a sort of a dream in uh, in Steve Jobs' uh, uh, night uh, sleep. What actually happened was they were developing the iPad first, and they came up with this prototype, went into the office, showed it to Steve, and said, "Look at this." And he's looking at it, and thinking, "Wow, this is kind of cool." And then thought, "Can you guys make it smaller?" And that was the way the iPhone was started. So we actually had the iPad for a long time. And if you think about it, the way that they did it was absolutely brilliant in terms of creating the market and now expanding the market. And I think if they'd have gone the other way with the iPad first, they would never have had the success with the iPhone that they did. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it just it's very, very interesting and something to think about as you're doing your business. Like You might have this massive, great idea, but... How does it fit in with your market right now, and what can you do to bring people along? And, and maybe it means not actually coming out with your great product first and coming out with uh, products that build up to it. And certainly when you look at what happened with the iPhone and then the second edition of the iPhone and now the new iPhone uh, that's coming out or that's just come out, well, uh, it's just that, or it's, well, it's uh, you're taking pre-orders right now, I guess. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. So you've got a feeding frenzy, and I think you should take a look at what Apple is doing uh, if you want to look at how to increase your business. So anyway, that's kind of like a quick stuff, a few things that I'm really excited about. I'm also really excited because I have a very, very special guest on the show with us today, 
and uh, he's worked behind the scenes with one of the most highly respected internet marketing experts in the industry, John Reese. Uh, he was his affiliate manager for over five years, and during that time, spent numerous hours learning all about what it takes to build an effective affiliate program, as well as not only attract affiliates and JV partners, but how to motivate them as well. I spent two years at the Internet Marketing Center uh, a few years back, and I remember having a really good conversation with the affiliate manager over there, and I said, you know, we've got, like, I don't know, 100,000 affiliates, and, uh, you know, how many of them do something? And he said, well, 98% do nothing. <laughs> and of the 2% that do something, only probably 3% of those are actually significant sales. So uh, how to motivate them and how to get your affiliates and JV partners to do something is uh, a major event. In fact, there was a launch just the other day of a book that a friend of mine wrote. Um, Don't read this book if you want to make more money by Dove Barron. It's a great book. I read it. Head over to Amazon, grab a coffee, and uh, leave a comment there, tell Dove that I sent you. And uh, what was interesting when I talked to Dove about that after he had launched it, he, he was like number one for one or two categories, but he'd hoped to be number one in Amazon. And he said, we would have been if all of my JV partners and affiliates had emailed when uh, the offer out told their, their lists about my book when they said they would. <laughs> not like a week later. So, uh, you know, how affiliate marketing works, how you motivate your affiliates and use it to, uh, to, to you know, build your business, I think is a really, really important topic. So when, uh, when we met a few months ago, I believe it was down in Arizona, uh, we hit it right off and I was so excited to be able to, uh, to bring him on the show. And, of course, uh, he was asking me questions about podcasting. And I said, you know, why don't we get together? You ask me questions on podcasting. I'll ask you questions on affiliates and JV partners. And uh, we'll share it with everybody. And he graciously agreed to do that. So, uh, Andy Hussong, I'm happy to have you on the show. Welcome. Thanks a lot, Scott, man. It's great to be here. Cool. So, how did you... Uh, How'd you like meet John Reese or, and get started with him? I mean, that seems to me to be an absolutely phenomenal. For those of you that don't know, John Reese had, I think, the first million dollar sale in, in internet marketing, sale day in internet marketing, where he launched a product, sold, I don't know if he sold out or not, but he sold over a million dollars in 24 hours or whatever, the period, like one day. And uh, it was just absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And uh, of course, you're, you were a big part of that. Well, um, yeah, well, thanks a lot, Scott. I appreciate that. Well, um, yeah, I, I was uh, John's affiliate manager for a long time, and um, and the truth is that I met him before he was even teaching Internet marketing information. And just to make it a, a long story short, I, I started off um, as a postal clerk, basically listening to marketing CDs while I worked because I had a hunger to get out of the job I was in, like a lot of people. Right. And, and part of that... Uh, training that I was listening to involved internet marketing, and it really caught my attention. This was back in 2001, um, or I think it was. Yeah, it, it was back in 2001 at some point. I think it was August, so it wasn't too long before 9/11 when when I was listening to this stuff, and and um, I found out about a seminar that was going on uh, about eight months from that point, and I I took the plunge, went to that seminar, loved it and went back to the follow-up to that seminar series um, and walked into the room. And as I checked in, I noticed a guy standing along the side of the room who looked about my age, somebody 
that was might have been just getting started in internet marketing like I was, and I thought, well, I'll go break the ice and introduce myself to him, and and um, yeah, he asked what I was doing there, and I told him, and told him I was kind of new, and um, I'd done some affiliate stuff, but you know, it was really just learning. And I asked him, uh, and when he told me some of his of his success stories, my eyes popped out of uh, my head, and he said his name was John Reese. And from that point on, I just started, I became friends with him, and, and uh, we would talk every now and then, and he'd give me some ideas, some tips. And then he started teaching this stuff, and then a few years later, actually just a year and a half later or so, he um, called me up and asked if I would be, or actually he sent me an email and asked what I was doing for a living, and asked if I'd be interested in becoming his affiliate manager. And wow. for about five plus years after that, I just got to, I, I was... Uh, privilege to learn from one of the best. So that's how that all started. Cool. So why, just for those of us that maybe aren't quite clear, because the confusing part to affiliates for me is there's actually two parts of it. There's somebody who wants to be the affiliate of someone with a product, and then there's someone with the product who wants to have affiliates. So uh, maybe just give us a quick, uh, you know, like couple minute, what is affiliate marketing or how does affiliates work or... Sure. Yeah, that that would be real easy. Uh, like you said, uh, there are two sides to the equation. There's there are affiliates who are the people who promote other people's products as affiliates. Okay, and then there is an affiliate program that a product owner, such as let's use Humphrey as sure. an example, sure. he had a product called Traffic Secrets, uh, which is evolved to Traffic Secrets 2.0 or what have you, and and he allows other people to sell that product for him for a percentage of the profits. And in order to do that, you just have to join his affiliate program. So and how much does that cost? It doesn't cost anything. Okay, um, good. Most affiliate programs are free to join. If you uh, are interested in, in selling a product about, uh, let's say, muscle building, and you type in muscle building affiliate program in Google, you'll find all kinds of products that you can easily and quickly join as an affiliate for. And then... Um, and, and then you can just start promoting their products using a special link. And just there are a lot of different ways to do it that I won't get into, of course, but, but that's the difference. You know, there's, you can either sell as an affiliate to make a percentage of profits and not have to deal with that, the hassles of doing customer support and fulfilling a product, or you can be a product owner and, uh, you know, pay people only when they make sales for you or even you, you can even pay people to send you leads, whether you make a sale or not, um, right off the bat, or whether they make a sale or not right off the bat. So so, so if you had a product, okay, so you've got an affiliate management insider ebook, and you've got an affiliate product uh, program attached to it, I go and I basically fill out a form, name, address, phone number, that sort of stuff, probably a PayPal email address, and then you give me a link, I send that out, link out to my friends and say, here's something I found thought would be interested in. They look at it, they click on the link, they go, they buy it, you get $47 sales or $97 sales or $1,000 sales, whatever the price is, then a certain percentage of that you would then send to me because I uh, referred that person. Absolutely. Yep. And so, and the other, so I have no risk except if... Uh, for my reputation, if it's a terrible book or something like that, right? Which, of course, right. you yeah. want to make sure is not. And you have no risk because you're not paying me unless you get a sale. Right, absolutely. So it seems like yeah. a pretty good way to uh, expand your business. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's something that uh, I know I keep saying absolutely, but you're you're right on with everything you're saying because, uh, as a matter of fact, what a lot of people don't realize, uh, or maybe they realize it and they just feel like it's too much work to, to implement in their business uh, for a product owner, is that affiliates or uh, an entire network of affiliates or JV joint venture partners, which is what affiliates are also uh, referred to as, uh, if you have an a network of those people out there basically promoting it in their preferred fashion. Let's say you've got somebody that's an article marketer or somebody who does a good job with, with search engine optimization and puts up blogs to promote products or what have you. Uh, if they're out there promoting you, what's great is it's like having a team of marketing experts in various different uh, areas going to work to sell your products and you don't have to sell uh, to pay them anything until they make a sale for you. And well, what I was getting at is that that type of traffic could be the most, uh, the highest converting traffic that you could possibly get to your websites because those, those types of sales come from personal recommendations and, and everybody knows that word of mouth advertising or word of mouth is usually the most effective. Uh, but this puts it on steroids. So, um, I would highly encourage anybody who has their own information product or a consulting business or what have you to create an affiliate program, set up an affiliate program, and get the word out that you have one so that when people are interested in, in promoting for you, you can really ramp up you know, the profits you make in your business. Right. Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent point. And uh, you'd, I, there was a question that when you were talking I had, now it's gone, so I guess we'll just... Kind of move on. <laughs> That's so, okay. <laughs> so if um, if somebody's becomes so it sounds easy to do, and obviously it's not as easy as it sounds. Right. Yeah. Well, what we just discuss is pretty much the simplified version, um, because yeah, when you join an affiliate program, you do get an affiliate link to use, um, and you can just turn around and send an email to some of your friends or marketing friends or what have you uh, or people in your your own niche that you're uh, that you have a personal relationship with and say, hey, man, check this out. I think uh, you might really like this, and then you might make a sale or two. But there are a lot more advanced ways of doing it, and the system itself, I'm sorry, the affiliate program itself, uh, the way I teach it to people is a little bit more involved, but it's really following a sub formula so that, when somebody does sign up for your affiliate program, uh, basically in a nutshell, you want your system to be set up so that that those new affiliates are walked through your system automatically via different tools so that they can get all the answers they need to their questions without having to ask those questions. They should be informed of exactly where to find their affiliate link. Uh, they should be given some ideas on how to get started. Uh, they should be told where they can check their their stats from their marketing efforts, yeah. and they should be given tools to use, such as email copy or uh, banner ads or what have you, so that they can sell more uh, your products easily. So uh, there, uh, there's so many things involved. Well, I was it. just I was just thinking, you know, if uh, if you and I decided we wanted to sell cars, right? And let's mm-hmm. pretend that we're uh, we don't know anything about cars. I mean, like we know how to drive, but like we're not car fanatics, 
I'm not right. a car fanatic, right? I mean, people say, what type, what car do you drive? And I go, I don't know, it's black. <laughs> you know, or they, right. and, and, and I'm always amazed because I'll be with some of my friends somewhere and this hot car will go by, right? And I'll go, wow, that's a really cool car, thinking I like the lines, I like the color, right? And they'll tell me it's a Lamborghini X40Z3 2009 model with, and they just rattle this stuff off and I'm just like amazed, right? But let's yeah. pretend for a second that we're, we, we're not uh, huge car fanatics, but we want to sell cars. We go and we get hired by a car, a car dealer, right? Now, mm-hmm. he's not going to, if he's got any brains at all, put us out on the lot without making sure we know some pretty interesting information about these cars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. you know, it's going to go from zero to 60 in three seconds. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. It's going to do this. Here's the, uh, here's the guarantees. Here's the warranties. Here's the, the, you know, how we can work the financing. Here's, uh, you know, all, there's a whole pile of stuff about these cars that are really kind of cool to know. And if someone comes in and you're telling them, and then you can compare this car and that car and everything else, you're going to do a lot better job of being able, like, obviously, product knowledge is really important, Right. And right. one of the things that you were just talking about that I think is really important is if someone wants to start up an affiliate program, they they have to teach the affiliates, you know, in stuff about their product, right? Whether it's here's the product, try it yourself, or here's how the product works, or here's questions that you're going to, like you said, answer answer the different questions and do the training. And I think that's one area that uh, most affiliate programs that I'm aware of really fall down on. It's just kind of like, ah, send the email out, the the long sales letter or something, we'll answer everybody's questions and we'll get the sale. And and as a result, you get, uh, you know, a lot of people who could be your customers that just pass it by. Right. Yeah, well, there are a lot of different ways to look at that. And you're right. You know, the best thing that an affiliate should do is to make sure they're familiar with the product itself, whether they own the product themselves or uh, if, you know, Hopefully, the affiliate—I'm um, sorry—the the company that has the affiliate program or has the product that's being promoted. Hopefully, they do a good job uh, at, at, up front w- with the whole process of getting the affiliate on board to begin with, letting them know uh, the basics about the product, telling them you know uh, what's all included within it, and then also, like I mentioned before, if there's email copy that they're providing for the affiliates to use those that email copy should have bullet points such that touch on the main benefits of that product. Um, but one thing that, that you should always encourage your affiliates to do is to pre-sell the product by coming up with their own copy, talking about uh, the benefits they see in it, and, and especially, you know, one of the best things you could do is, is buy the product yourself if you're going to promote it and look at it as an investment that will pay for itself many times over because nobody nobody is a better affiliate than somebody who owns the product. And, and likes it. And likes it, exactly. And I also <laughs> highly recommend that you don't promote something just to make money if it's something that's, that you really feel is a piece of junk, okay? Right. And you want, it's like you talked about earlier. You've got your reputation at stake. Don't just promote anything that is related to your product. Make sure... Or something that you feel is solid and you feel comfortable and recommend it to you know your mom, for instance, and yeah. uh, you know, and so uh, you know, you just want to make sure that that you also you know if there's something negative, try to find something that might not be 
a real positive aspect of that product and go ahead and highlight that. You know, you can say, look, these are the great things. Here's here's something that I'm not real crazy about, but you know what? These other benefits of the product make it worth it. Uh, you know, and that shows that you really are giving a valid, um, honest opinion about that product. And the people that follow you, for instance, if you have an email list of, I don't know, 20,000 people who respect you and, and like uh, to know what you're up to and like to hear your recommendations, when you tell them something like that, they're going to understand, okay, he really does mean you know, that this thing is solid. Okay, there's this one little negative thing, but you know what? That That isn't enough to keep me from wanting to, to purchase that. Then you're going to really do well as an affiliate uh, promoting something in that fashion. That's a great point. I love that. So when I left uh, my previous life as a manager of a grocery store, a, a large grocery store, uh, I had 300 employees, and every, there was some, you know, half of them had PMS every day. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> right. and you take 300 people and stick them in a box somewhere, and they're not going to be too happy. And, and uh, when I left, I didn't want to really have anything to do with anybody. So I wanted to do it all myself. I'd write the sales copy, I'd build the site, I'd do the graphics, I did it all myself because I really didn't want to build a team. Now, you know, that was 15 years ago. And I'm over that part of my life now, and and I realize that uh, it's not the best use of my time to do everything. In fact, having a team can be really helpful because you have specialized uh, tasks that get done. And for and and I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, somebody who's taken the time to learn, and let's, you brought building muscle, okay, so let's say, you know, someone that's, that's spent all that time and effort, it could be thousands and thousands of hours, learning how to put together an exercise program and build muscles the most effective way, it's not going to, you know, harm you in other ways and blah, 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 and then it's taken the time to take that information and turn it into a course of some sort, whether it's an ebook or a video course or, or whatever, um, that's an awful lot of time and energy and focus on a specific task. And it's an important task because without having done, gone through that process, that person would not be able to come up with an exceptional product. But having done that, for them to go and write the sales copy, for example, or to do the graphics or to do other things that are required in order to actually launch it, is a real, to me, is a real stretch. And I know that there are people, that, there are lots of people that do it, but... I have a podcast bootcamp, thepodcastbootcamp.com, which I do two or three times a year. That sales letter, I couldn't write it. And, and it was really funny because here I am, I'm going to do this event and I haven't got a sales letter. Finally, I got a friend of mine who was a copywriter because I write a lot of copy. And uh, I said, you write this. So they wrote the thing down. And as soon as they gave it to me, I, of course, went through it and, and tweaked it and edited it and changed a couple little things around. But... I spent three months procrastinating on writing that sales letter while I wrote probably 15 sales letters in that three months, which is one of the reasons why I procrastinate, right? Oh, can you write the sales letter? Sure. So my, mine kept going on the back burner, right? But the, yeah. fact, but the fact of the matter is if I'd had no business and I'd had nothing to do, I still would not have written that sales letter. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because I'm just, you know, crazy and insane or whatever, but... I, sometimes you get too close to it and there are certain jobs that you just can't do. And I was so happy when that guy wrote that sales letter for me because then I could take that and I could massage it and make it my own, but I just couldn't start it, right? 
Yeah. And, and I'm thinking this is the same sort of thing that, you know, if, because if, I know I'm, I do a terrible job of managing affiliates or putting together an affiliate program with, with all the stuff that I do, and I have affiliate programs attached, but the fact of the matter is is that I don't spend any time at all and do anything. I do all the stuff that I like to do, right? It's just because if I liked affiliate stuff, I would be an affiliate and I'd be just that's what I'd be doing, but that's not my thing. My thing is teaching people about podcasting and iPhones and iPads and, and all of that. And so I'm looking at my situation and I'm also looking at other people and thinking, you know what, if you spent a lot of time creating your product and, and you are an expert on building muscle in this case or golf or whatever it is, then you're not going to be an expert on creating JVs or really maximizing your affiliate program. And so what do people do in those cases? Well, the best thing you can do is hire an affiliate manager. I mean, that's, that is by far one of the best decisions you can make because, honestly, they don't have, it doesn't have to be an expensive investment to pay somebody to manage your affiliate program for you. And the reason you want to do that is, you know, a lot of, is really because of the things you mentioned. You know, you don't want to spend the time to, to try to get your affiliate program going up yourself in terms of the little, the, all the little nuances that are involved with it, especially keeping in touch with all of the affiliates because that's one of the main goals uh, that the affiliate manager should have at all times is to stay in touch and motivate those affiliates and JV partners, you know, recognize them, recognize them and reward them when they do a good job. That's just something that as a product owner, you don't really have the time to do that on a consistent basis, although I do recommend that a product owner every once in a while do something special for their affiliates and JV partners on a personal level to really, you know, make them aware that you you really do care about them. But, there are, again, there are a lot of tools you can use to make it uh, to where you, as a product owner, can stay in touch with them. But, really, having an affiliate manager on board to handle all that stuff for you is probably probably the best investment you could put into that because until you do that, you're going to probably, like you said, procrastinate when it comes to uh, putting certain things in place. And uh, But before you even have an affiliate manager in place, you know, I'd recommend that you, know, you basically just have to figure out all the tools and all the pieces that go into having the affiliate program to begin with, and then you can have your affiliate manager go to town making all of those things happen for right. your business. Right. Well, I've just, I just read a book. Uh, there's a couple books out about it's 10,000 hours to be like an expert in something, right? And uh-huh. I came out with another book about how even if you spent the 10,000 hours, you're not necessarily the best in the world because you've got to spend the 10,000 hours practicing the right things, right? So going back to our example, I'm thinking, you know, you spend 10,000 hours figuring out how to, you know, be fit and muscular, or, you know, and healthy and all the rest of it. Then you spend another 10,000 hours figuring out how to make it into a half-decent book course or boot camp, all those sorts of things. Then you spend another 10,000 hours about you know building your website and your sales copy and your promotional materials, and then another 10,000 hours about how to do you know advanced JV strategies. Right. Right. <laughs> you're you're what you're 90 by then, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so the way to short circuit it, of course, is delegation. And when you look at any successful business, like Steve Jobs just gave a great presentation on the iPhone. Uh, the new iPhone that's coming out, 
And I loved it. And I'm watching it and, and I'm thinking, wow, well, he didn't take those pictures that showed up on the screen, you know. <laughs> he, you know, he, he wasn't the only person uh, figuring out what he was going to say. And he wasn't the person that did whatever they had to do to get, you know, 2,000 people into the room. He wasn't the person that set up the lighting, set up the speakers, set up the mics, set up the recording, you know, just went on and on and on, right? Got yeah. him there, right? I'm sure he didn't book his flight to go wherever it was that he had to go to, to make his speech. And uh, and yet we and we always think, well, we have to do everything, right? And it just seems to me that if you think about how long it takes you to get good at something, then decide which one of the things you want to get good at and get good at that and focus on that. That's a big conversation I had with a buddy of mine, Stefan Stavrakis, the other day because uh, he says, you know, I look at... He's a business coach. He's a positional um, expert. Like, he'll take anybody and position them uh, anybody who's, you know, whatever they say they're doing, and he'll find a unique position that basically means you have no competition in your arena. It doesn't matter what you're doing. And uh, and, he said, and so he works with a lot of pretty high-powered uh, businesses, individuals and entrepreneurs. And he was saying, when I look at people who are making a ton of money, they have one thing, and they're almost OCD. You know, they just focus on that thing and that thing only and they hammer it and hammer it and hammer it and they don't focus on anything else. And they got other people doing that stuff, right? And right. Uh, the people that are doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, uh, they're not making any money at all. And he says, and that's why it's so important. That's why I love what you're doing, right? I mean, you're talking about managing uh, joint ventures and managing affiliates and, and showing people how to do that, teach that. That's really important. If you were doing that, and you're doing a weight loss class, you'd be ha- you'd be probably as quarter as successful as you are, right? Because it's just too it's just too um, too scattered. Right. And I think that's a real problem that a lot of people have, and and I think it's important that you decide what's you know everyone listening to this decide what's important to you, and uh, what do you need to spend your time on, and find other people to do the other things, and you're yeah. going to be way further ahead in the long run. Right. Well, you see, you know, you hear so much these days about outsourcing, uh, you know, outsource this, outsource that. You know, you see these programs out there that teach you how to outsource different aspects of your business to the Philippines and this and that. And, you know, running an affiliate program can be just another way that you outsource a certain aspect of your business. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, just outsourcing, for instance, your SEO for your website or um, you know, outsourcing your article marketing or your social media marketing or what have you. It, the truth is that a lot of the people that are, are paying other uh, workers to, to do that kind of work for them still don't have their affiliate program going. And if they do, it's not really being maximized because there's, they realize there are different pieces they need to get involved, but they just don't want to spend the time to do it. Well, that's something else they can outsource, you know, they Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, as long as you know what pieces need to be in place, then you can just have other people put those pieces in place for you, and then, uh, like I mentioned, uh, get somebody else uh, to be an affiliate manager. And that can be as simple as just finding somebody that's hungry, who knows about marketing, who somebody you trust and is a people person uh, that just wants to be involved with something that is potentially big, and let them go to work. Uh, on that, and then pay them a percentage 
of the revenue that comes in based on those affiliate sales. And then if that person does a good job, just ramp up their income, uh, you know, so that it's commensurate to the amount of work they're doing or the amount of revenue you're bringing in. And, you know, it can really be a, a great investment. So, uh, and a win-win just, situation for everybody. Right, yeah. And it's just like having an affiliate where you only pay them for performance. It's the same with your affiliate manager. You know, I, I recommend paying a, a small salary at least. You know, something up front to give them some motivation and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting paid to do this, but I'll get paid a lot more the harder I work. And then if that person flakes out, then you're not out a ton of money. You can find, easily find somebody else to uh, take the reins and go from there. And so, yeah, that's just huge, huge advice. I would definitely make sure you, if you're thinking about outsourcing aspects of your business, like you mentioned, Scott, I mean, you really have to, you can't do everything yourself anyway. Why not outsource the portion of your business that could result in the, the most traffic and the highest converting traffic that your business ever gets? Yeah. Awesome. Well, Andy, we're uh, we're kind of running out of time, and I didn't give you a chance to ask any questions on <laughs> podcasting, so we're going to have okay. to like have you on again. Sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've got a lot. I have tons of questions. I mean, um, you know, like I mentioned before, I, I just I want to know everything there is to know about uh, getting involved with podcasting, using it to my advantage to get more, you know, uh, uh, people to check out my blog and this and that. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd be love to get on another call with you and, and discuss that stuff. All right, so we're going to do that. Uh, if somebody wanted to know more about uh, finding out uh, how to get an affiliate manager, more about what you're doing, because I know that you are an affiliate manager, or learning mm-hmm. about JVs and all that sort of stuff, uh, or even just reading your blog, where could they go? Sure. Well, uh, if you just go to affiliatemanagementinsider.com, I know that's kind of a long URL, but, um, again, that's affiliatemanagementinsider.com. That's my blog that I put up, um, I don't know, about a year ago. I had so many people asking me over the last few years different information about, you know, getting joint venture partners and, uh, you know, managing affiliates and that sort of thing for running an affiliate program. And I was always giving them advice without having anywhere to send them, so I started that blog, and things have just kind of blossomed from there. So definitely just check out the blog, and you can contact me through the contact form on that blog, and, uh, you know, I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, Andy, thanks for joining us. It's been some awesome information. I've learned a lot, and uh, I'm hoping that... uh, that actually that you can be an, uh, a fairly regular guest on the show because I think what you have to share about affiliate uh, marketing and uh, and internet marketing in general is uh, is very very valuable. So okay. head over, well, thank you. Head over to affiliatemanagementinsider.com and uh, you can subscribe to the blog there. And we're going to see what we can do in the next uh, couple weeks to get Andy a uh, podcast up and running so you can actually be talking to everybody. <laughs> Right. And it'll be so easy. I'm looking forward to showing you all about that sort of stuff, Andy. And uh, so thank you very much for joining us. Fantastic. It's my pleasure. Thanks a lot, Scott. And thank you, everybody, for taking time out of your busy day to spend it with us. You've been listening to Internet Marketing Unleashed. I'm Scott Pat, the Dean of Blogonomics and Pedology. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.